Does entrepreneurship seem overwhelming? Do you wonder what in the hell you're doing running your own business? You are not alone. Join us as we chat about the challenges, successes, and general hilarity that is the everyday life of an entrepreneur. We're the four consultants behind Coach Lab 360 and decided to get together for a no BS chat over coffee about all things entrepreneurship. We're real. We're not here to glamorize running your own business. We're here to share our highs and our lows, and we'll occasionally drop an F-bomb. We, Brian Roth, Lindsay Turner, Tess Herbert, and Teresa Lambert, each run our own consulting businesses and have had our share of funny stories along the way. Coach Lab 360 was born from a desire to offer support for small business owners across four disciplines, HR, operations, finance, and sales and marketing. Coffee chats are our opportunity to share our personal experiences as entrepreneurs and obstacles we've had to overcome. Please make sure you click the subscribe button on the app store because each week we will drop a new episode to share our stories on all things entrepreneurship. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Coach Lab Coffee Chat. Uh, we're all back again and we have an interesting topic today that we're hoping a few people can relate to and it's quite literally when you're having a really, really hard day and you get into a funk or you get stuck or there are enough things that are all happening at the same time that it's the perfect storm of you not being in control uh, and being able to, to handle whatever it is. And from personal experience, this just happened to me yesterday, which is why we thought it might be a really good topic to jump into since it's fresh. And these days happen. And it was a really hard day for me. And like I said, some of it was just the too many moments of my having already handed over things for others to check over or take a look at, or it was in their side of the pool to take care of. It's on their side of the court and things were out of my control. So I couldn't get ahead on a few things. And I don't know why that felt frustrating. And sometimes that's a whole thing. We sometimes find ourselves, I think, on a really hard day and finding some solutions behind a little bit of that for me at least and this is where we'll open it to the rest of our crew here is you know who do you reach out to for help and because you should and don't do it alone don't sit there and feel that dark and frustrated without just talking to others because right away as soon as you do you are going to be uplifted and that's I'm so glad that I reached out to a few key people to be able to just say, hey, is anyone else feeling this way? But this is how I am today. What's going on? And uh, so that's, I don't know if anyone else in the group here has similar experience. Yeah, I mean, totally. I feel like I have that at least once a month. And usually my days like that come like clockworks. So I've learned to know when those days are hitting me. And sort of tuned in that it always happens around the same time for me every single month, which I think is like a female cyclical thing as well. I'm just throwing that out there. 
But, you know, I think what you just said is so important. And that's, you know, not just asking for help, but also just having a support system around you that you can rely on and call upon and be like, hey, I'm having one of those days. And I actually remember Lindsay and I started connecting regularly um, after we went to a retreat on Bowen Island, which seems like forever ago. And we started reaching out. And as COVID hit, I remember us having these conversations. And some days it was literally like, I'm just feeling really down today. And I just don't know how to like where to start or like really overwhelmed with everything going on. And I feel like that's such a humble thing to do as well. And it it just makes you feel better when you know you're not the only one or you're not like super dysfunctional because you're having a day where it just feels too much, right? I think that's part of why we started this podcast too, right? Like the whole point of this is for people to know that you're not alone. I think it's hard when you're operating in a silo and you're a solopreneur and you're going through the motions and you feel like everything that happens to you only happens to you. And so, you know, by virtue of the four of us talking about our hilarious experiences, um, Yeah. I mean, you can listen, there are days where, because I have the privilege of being able to just shut down the office the day I'm like, okay, that's enough for today. I'm like, I literally can't, I'm not going to be the best person for my clients. I'm not going to be the best person for the people that work with me. I'm just going to table it for the day. And that is the bonus. If you can, um, of being your own boss and being able to walk out of the office and be like, forget this today. Fuck it. I'm done. Yeah, that, that's absolutely true. I mean, I, I get lots of those days and I'm probably the most guilty of anyone out there of just internalizing it rather than talking to anybody about it. Um, but, you know, my, my best form of relief is I just shut it down and I go try to literally burn it off, running, biking, getting outside, doing something. Um, the days that are my worst is when that option isn't there when things are so pressing and so many things going on that I can't go out and find that release. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, right? Like sometimes it's, I mean, it's the same for me. If I have a client call or if I have a workshop scheduled for that day, it's gotta happen, right? And what I find or what you just mentioned, Brian, you know, about moving, like often I'm thinking about like, okay, well, what do I need to do then today to get myself in the right frame of mind, right? Is it going for a walk? Can I drop some other things so that when I do show up for that client meeting or when I do show up to host that workshop, I can actually do it really well and I'm not super distracted. And also, you know, I think giving yourself that permission if you can on a day to do what you just said, Lindsay, like just, you know, call it for the day. And I also do that where I'm like, you know what, if I don't have a client call and I feel overwhelmed already and I'm like, I've said I was going to do all this creative work and then I feel really overwhelmed and there's no creative juice like anywhere in my body. I'm like, instead of forcing myself to do it, I'm like, okay, well, what if I trust myself to actually get it done? Like, and you stop worrying about it not getting done and being like, if I actually take a break now, I go for a walk, if I shut the computer off and do this tomorrow, it's going to get done. And what I've learned with myself, I always show up. If I say I show up for something, I show up for it. If I say I get it done, I get it done. Does it happen on the timelines? I sometimes hope it would. No, definitely not. But just giving myself that permission slip, 
right? To just not have it need to look a certain way has been so huge. And to be like, you know what? If I need to go for a run or a walk or, you know, do something different and then sit back down at 8 p.m. and actually do the thing, I'll do it. I think that's the thing too, right? Like I struggled for a long time when I started working for myself with feeling guilty. If at two o'clock in the afternoon, I took the dog for a walk around the seawall. Like it's, it's, it's a challenge to retrain your brain to understand that you can work whenever you want. You don't have to be at your desk between nine and five. And I mean, for me, if I'm available on my phone as I'm walking the dog, I take tons of meetings that way. And so it's doing what you can and, and using the luxury of working for yourself and not having to be in one place at one time, managing a team in a specific space. Um, I think, you know, yeah, you have hard days and you have hard days that are harder because you're on your own. But then on the flip side, you have other benefits of being on your own that enable you to just deal with those in a different way. One thing I went to yesterday, and it was a little bit serendipitous that it was March 31st. And um, I track all of my activity on a totally separate calendar every month, each day to just see how far I'm getting ahead in some training. And, and I, I, I'm a road bike endurance rider and, um, and I have it on a trainer during the winter. And just like Brian said, it's, or Lindsay, all of you and Teresa, just the getting out. And even that in itself yesterday, it was really, really hard for me to even put my shoes on. Like it was just such a hard, hard day. And then I looked at my calendar for the whole month of March and, and I started to, to stack up the successes and, and the small celebrations of, you know, well, you rode over 300 kilometers this month. You did this and you did that. And, and soon, you know, and you got a new client and you did this. And there were so many things that I was able to look at with, you know, it's not all dark and grim <laughs> and things are good and it's okay. So that was one way it was just getting even to those moments where you're allowed, that's the whole thing. You don't need one particular day to celebrate. It can just be one item, one item that you did great at and you're allowed to say, yay me. And that'll even help your motivation a thousand percent. Yeah. Get, getting out of the starting gate is, is often really hard. Um, just like you say, you know, convincing yourself to put the shoes on and get out the door or, or get on the trainer. Um, and, and, you know, every time I'm struggling with that, I just universally go back to remembering how good it always feels to have done it. I also yeah. think like this environment, right? Like there's so much change. And I know like, I, I like Tuesday, was a Tuesday or Monday where the Bonnie Henry announcement came out right like hello new lockdown things shut down mountain shut down and I could sense that like disappointment from everybody and not just like ugh, here we go again like feeling and I felt really unmotivated like I woke up on Tuesday and like you said Tess like having a hard day right but I think also sometimes it's just you know as an entrepreneur as a business owner like every day you're like gotta get up and find some motivation right? To show up for your business, for your life, for your families, right? Like there's a lot going on. And I think right now 
that probably really also speaks to people that are employed, right? Like every day they show up and they never know what's different today, right? Like a lot of anxiety around, you know, am I going to have work tomorrow or we shut down again? And, you know, I love what you said with noticing your accomplishments and, you know, counting the things that have already happened that went well. I think that's so, so key. One of the things I actually do is I map my months out using post-it notes on a like table calendar or like big calendar. And I write down some key things that need to get done. Um, And that's all sorts of things. And that also includes like movement, personal things. Like I put a lot of different things on there, speaking engagement, podcasting, right? Like all those things. And every day at the end of every day, I actually take the thing and I put it into a glass jar. And you guys can see that jar, but our our listeners can't but it fills up and I'm like trying to shake it so you can hear it but it fills up with all my beautiful post-its and so I have a visual of everything I've done every day and then in that month and it feels really good to see it fill up so even if it's like today I got up and I put on my shoes and I went for a walk and you drop it in there you know it can feel really good or today I applied for that job right for so many people that are looking for jobs right now, right? Like today I applied for that job or today I researched the company I really like to work for, right? Like I think sometimes we make it, actually often we make it so difficult, right? And we don't let ourselves have the break and we don't acknowledge what's working. And then it agitates this anxious, stressed, it's too much feeling. So for me, looking at it has been huge because I'm like, I'm like prime for not acknowledging things like that. So I've done a lot of work on that overwhelmed telling myself I'm not doing enough is like my memo so I'm like what are the things I can do that I don't feel that way and that's really helped my overwhelm too I think you know one of the things that that Lindsay said earlier about giving yourself the permission to take a break and and go away um, you know I think during the pandemic with more uh, remote work and everything there's a lot of people who have done that, who've taken advantage of being home and doing, and I'm very curious to see, you know, one day eventually, hopefully soon, when people are starting to return to the office, if organizations start to change and recognize the value that it has had to employees to be able to, you know, manage themselves in their time. Um, And I think a lot of them have seen somewhat, you know, positive surprises in how much is still getting done and how much is still getting accomplished, even though nobody's in the office and no one's looking over shoulders. Totally. Yeah, I think what you said there is so important, so important because it wasn't long ago when a lot of employees were probably asking employers if they could work more remotely and they were being told, no, you need to show up in the office and, and this is where you need to be. And it, And so for some people, it was probably a dream come true in some ways that they got to be empowered and they, um, so then they're, they're empowered. You're right. They're not looking, you know, people aren't looking over their shoulder. They're still being super productive because now they're in the environment that they asked for. And yet there'll be some other people who may come back and say, that didn't work out so great. I'm happy to be back in the office. (laughs) I would really like this. And I think that that's a huge job. Not a huge job, but an important communications job for leadership moving forward with identifying with their people 
with what worked great for you and what's going to work great for you moving forward and and being able to pool all of that to keep being productive and efficient moving forward um because if people can still work remotely and and still be productive and they've proven that they can do it they'll probably still be allowed to do it they're not going to hopefully be forced into an environment where they'll be less productive by having to be in, in the office so it's a that's a big deal coming out of this pandemic i think for sure brian yeah, I think some are definitely going to get forced back into a situation that they they now don't enjoy as much. Um, and that'll just cause movement <laughs> from organization to organization. Totally. Like, I feel like the traditional nine to five is like bound to die anyways. And, you know, one thing that I was just reading that I thought was really cool um, was this accounting firm. And I wish I knew who they were right now, but I don't. And I don't want to get distracted with my phone. But they are rolling out something that's called a 24-7 system. Okay, now I know what you think, right? That it's like 24-7 on. No, that's like 24 weeks, I think. Is it 24? No, 24 hours and seven months. That was, it was 24 hour weeks and seven months of the years when they're working. And that's going to be the new schedule moving forward. It's a 24 seven model. And I was like, good for you. Like here is something that's really, really interesting because really moving away from this whole like nine to five, we work every you know week of the year. Maybe we get two weeks off if we're lucky, right? Like, and actually creating something that's a really different model. And I just thought that was really cool and really smart. And I think if we are as humans, looking after our health, giving ourselves permission, right? On the days that we're off, going out, moving, getting the support that we need, actually prioritizing what we need in that moment over that deadline. And I know there are some limitations here. So everyone like bear with me. But I think if we're doing that, we're creating a much more productive like workforce. And as a high performance coach, I'm all about high performance. And like, I know that like a 40 hour work week, nine to five, doesn't work for a lot of people and I'm really hoping that this episode is well maybe inspiring um, you to rethink your week and how you want to handle it next time you feel one of those tough days and you feel unproductive and you know maybe just turn that computer off go outside jump on a bike do what lights your heart on fire and with this set we wish you a fab day and we can't wait to be back next week for another episode. That's a wrap for another episode of Coach Lab Coffee Chat. Enjoyed this episode? Entrepreneurship can be lonely, so make sure to subscribe to Coach Lab Coffee Chat on your favorite podcast player or check us out at coachlab360.com.